0: Watch the game. It'll be as if they dip themselves in magic waters. The memories will be so thick. Today, uh, we got my boy Rashad in here. Um, and Rashad's been in here before. We did a podcast but it got freaking but it got deleted, uh, which was funny because it was one of the like funnest podcasts I ever did with you and Ernie B and that was a, it was a good time. And I ended up losing that file uh, thanks to one of my friends. We were trying to edit it and get it out placed place, and it got deleted. So this time, hopefully, we're in a good spot where we don't need to be doing all that or we don't have those technical difficulties. But, yeah, so, Rashad, just go ahead and introduce yourself.
1: Yes, sir. Yeah, hey, I'm, um, I'm Rashad Colbert. I'm, a, I'm a, a student here at Clark University. I'm a sophomore, class of 2021. Um, you know, I'm majoring in business and sport management as well, double majoring, trying to get two degrees, um, just basically I'm, I'm a, a member of the men's man's clock basketball team. I actually recently just won Clark Guy as well, which was a, That's what's which up. Was a good man. So
0: Yeah, I saw you up there. What uh what was the thing you did for the talent show?
1: Um basically I had the they had a single song, not a single song. We had the lip sync, we had the um answer a question and then we had the uh, what else we had to do? We had to dance as well. Yeah. Like, so it was it was you know it was pretty fun, pretty yeah. entertaining.
0: I saw you it. I saw you up there. That's what's up. Uh what? So this year, coming back, I know last year we talked bro, and you were talking about like mm-hmm. how you was working a lot mm-hmm. and shit like that, and how um like you were telling me that at uh, at a certain point you didn't know if you were gonna be able to play basketball mm-hmm. and shit.
1: But. Yeah, still the same thing, man. I'm actually uh, to be honest, I'm actually still in the same situation, like really. Um, Thing is, is like you know, I got, I got, like I said, I got a single parent. So with me having a single parent, you know, I can't really depend on her to do a lot of things. So, yeah. you know, I still got to go home. And that's your, that your mom? Mm-hmm. Yep, my okay. mom. So I still got to go home and work. You know, um, just to be able to pay off the semester. Like, and you know, registration is actually coming up. Yeah. So I won't be able to register for classes because you know I don't have the account balance down to five hundred. So I still got to pay that money. So I'm sure I got to stay home over winter break again just to work, you know, just to be able to come back to school. Like, yeah. as much as it hurt, because I see a lot of kids, like I said, we talked about this last time, a lot of kids get the opportunity to get their education paid for for free.
0: Yeah, hold on. Let me stop you real quick. Mm-hmm. All right, so go ahead, bro.
1: Go yep, ahead. so a lot of people, they got to be able to, you know, get their education for free, and, you know, they take it for granted. Yeah. Like, well, me, you know, I got to pay for my education. So especially with me paying for my education, it's just keeping me motivated even more to, like, yeah, stay in school. Like, you got this. You're gonna complete it. Like I, it's so many times I has, I second guess myself. Like, like am I really gonna be able to finish school? Like, you know, who gonna be that one person that vested in me and yeah. you know, give me this chance to help me finish school? Like, yeah. So, how old are you, bro? I'm actually 20. I just turned 20. You just September. turned 20. Yep. I just oh, turned for 20. Sure. Damn. So 20 years old,
0: man. Like. Because, personally, I I wanted to bring you in, bro, especially after talking to you last time. Because mm-hmm. last time it was funny. Mm-hmm. Like, you came in with EB, mm-hmm. and I didn't know you at all. Mm-hmm. I just kind of had seen you around or whatever. I knew you kicked through, like, EB. Mm-hmm. and You guys were cool. And, like, um, but I didn't really, like, uh, know you, mm-hmm. you know? And then when you started to get into your story, I was like, damn, you know, this is pretty crazy. Because mm-hmm. this was, like, the whole reason I started the podcast was, mm-hmm. like, to meet people and, like, figure out their... Uh, their stories and just because everybody comes from a different walk of mm-hmm. life you know and uh, one of the biggest things that i realized when i came here was like you get judged off of uh you know shit people really don't even know right you know and like um i was just talking to one of my friend's girlfriends the other day and she was like yeah like a couple years ago um i didn't really know you mm-hmm. but like i had just heard things about you like what you do and like stuff like that and i um like, created this judgment about you, and, like, the things that I had heard from mm-hmm. other girls weren't, like, necessarily, like, the kindest things. And I was like, that's funny, because you didn't even know me at the time, exactly. you know? Exactly,
1: making judgments, yeah. And so
0: when I I was, like, when I got uh, into, like, doing the podcast, I got really interested in, like, damn, so everybody's got a different story, you know? And then so when I met you, I was mm-hmm. like, damn, dude, a kid that's, um, you know, had to work and, like, actually pay off his own shit mm-hmm. is crazy because... um." Like I took out loans for mine, yep, so obviously yep, yep, my yep. my parents uh, they didn't have enough to just chuck me whatever yep. you know money they had in the bank or whatever. But you know we all get here a different way, and obviously like sports helps because they gave me a little money mm-hmm, yep, whatever whatever. Yep. But um, how long have you had had to have a job like carry a job for your family and shit?
1: Um, to be honest, um, I actually had to have a job. Um, I've been trying to get a job since my freshman year. Like I was, you know. You know, I love basketball so much, but my mom was, you know, at one point in time, she, you know, put the bug in my head, like, you know, son, it's, it's basketball is not going to always be here. Yeah. And, you know, as a freshman, I'm like, you know, mom, you know, you, know, you don't know what you're talking about. You so, know, I, I feel like I can be good with this and I'm going to make it, you know, but I'm a freshman. So I told myself, okay, maybe I will get a job just to have some money in my pocket, you know. So I was filling out for job applications. I actually had a couple interviews, but. You know, they oh man, you know, he's a great kid, you know. We should, yeah. maybe we should hire him. They never hired me. Yeah. Until my senior year, I would turn eighteen. And it was this job that just got built. Little Caesars, actually. Yeah, little yeah Caesars. Little, that's what's up. And they bro, got, little they little built the job and um My I, cousin worked there. My uh my grandmother, like she dropped me and my sister off up there. We started filling out applications. And one guy looked at me I you know I was business I was business professional. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, he looked at me and said, ready to go. He said, "Hey man, that's what I want you to do. I want you to come back up here tomorrow, and I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get you a job." That's all he said. Came back up there, they pulled my um, you know, my file, my application. Mm-hmm. thing you know, they got me working in there. I was able oh, to make yeah. money, take my mom out to eat, buy her things, you know, that she could never have or yeah, know, cause she always paying bills. So I'm like, "Ma, you know, let's go out to eat, ma. Let's let's go to the mall let me buy you something." And then besides that, throw up, sit sit a hundred dollars on a bed, ma. Go pay the bill forty dollars month you know go put some gas in your car something yeah. like that because I'm the type of person I'm like a good deed person yeah i'm I'm for everybody I love people and and people love me yeah. so you know i just I just try to be a blessing to not only myself and my family but others as well where so. where do you think that came from Ah, oh, man that's a that's a great question yeah I think it came from struggling yeah. I, that's what I, I feel like it came from struggling because in this world you see so many people that struggle no one no one's willing to help. Yeah, and I know you know I I was in that situation so much like like somebody help me like somebody is somebody gonna help me please like yeah. help me like my mama just it's me and my and my sister she's taking care of three of us so I'm like is somebody gonna be willing to like I said make a sacrifice in order to make sure that me and my family straight yeah I'm the only person in my family that's willing you know to do anything for my family I'm I'm going to college like I'm like a first generation student as well like. I'm the first person in my family to complete a whole year of college. Yeah. A whole year. Damn. So when I did that, I cried. I'm like, yeah. man, this is, you know, this is this is a, this is an important milestone. Yeah, I feel right? you, dog.
0: And I can, and what's crazy is uh, like a lot of people aren't going to be able to see your emotion right now, mm-hmm. but like I feel that shit. Mm-hmm. And it's it's what's fucking what's fascinating to me is, bro, is you're only 20, dog. Mm-hmm. Like you have so much more time mm-hmm. in life to do what what you need to do. But um did you when you're like, a freshman, right? You said, like, I just felt like I had to get a job mm-hmm. or whatever. What made you feel that way? Um, what made you feel? Because, like, bro, because where I come from, so, like, my dad, had, he has a – when I was, like, little, uh, he got his perfect timing, perfect timing. Uh, Johnny G just walked in the building. So. <laughs> perfect timing. All right, so, yeah, so when I was, like, little, my dad got his – um. My dad got his bachelor's degree in economics, right? Okay. So, like, I by the time I was like seven, I had already seen this picture of like a, a stable father that had educated mm-hmm. and like um, is out here just providing for his family, mm-hmm. you know. And I never got to experience a single parent home, and I, that was that was very taboo to me, you know, because mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't, never got to – I never even had a feeling of, like, when I was a freshman, like, I have to get a job. Yep, yep, yep. You know? So, like, where, why did you feel that way? You know, what are the things that made you feel like, damn, I have to – for some reason, like, I have to provide? What
1: made you feel that way? Basically understanding that I had, you know, two siblings, you know. I got an older sister and a younger sister. And, you know, I was always told at a young age, you know, you, you the man of the house. Because, like I said, I had a single parent. Like, my mama dated – but, you know, it wasn't to the point where, you know, she's getting married type things. So, I was like, I see my mama, um, you know, paying bills, you know, from time to time. And I just realized, like, when my mom pay bills, when she do that, she, you know, she have no money to go out and have fun. Yeah. So, it's like, I got the feeling in my head, like, damn, like, I, I got to do something, you know. So, I'm like, you know, I need to get a job, you know. I need to, you know, get some money in my pocket, you know. Not just to, you know, for myself, but like, mom throw you a couple dollars, even if it's my whole check, man. Here you go. like, Yeah. Because I know at the end of the day, I know my mom need the money more than me because as a kid, or even right now, I know I I love shoes, I love phones, I love all type of stuff. But why spend that stuff on stuff that's going to always be there? Why do that when I can just get the money to my mama on stuff that you got to pay within months, within Mm, weeks, you know, sometimes days? Yeah, I feel that. So why not give that money to my mama? Help her keep the house, help her pay the bills, the lights on. So that way when I come home, I'm provided with a home cooked meal as well as knowledge as well. Yeah. So that's like the best that's like the best gift God could ever give me, like, to be able to help. So just gotta I'm just trying to, you know, just stay motivated with that and then I was like, Yeah, I have to give me a job, so
0: There's um was uh well, the area that you grew up in was a a bad area. Yeah, would you a, say?
1: Yeah, it was a very bad area. Like I grew up in the Chicago area on the West Side. Like, um, w- when I was over there, you know, I I never was a trouble kid. Like, thing is, like dealing with my father. Like, I I knew him, but you know, he never. You know, he was never in my life. Like I would see him, and it'll be like, you know, what's up, so, man? So. And that'll be about it. Yeah. And then, like. I wasn't a trouble kid. You know, I was the kid that's going to go to the court, play basketball, come home when the streets light come on. You know, I was that type of kid. Yeah. And then, um, other than that, it it was fights. It definitely was violence. Um, Like I said, I had to come home when the streets lights was on because that's when everything really started getting corrupted. And um, other than that, I had to be the type of person, like I said, to help out my siblings, one fight, all fight. So... It was definitely a violent area, but most of the time I tried to stay out of trouble because I knew things in Chicago could be, get very dangerous. So, and my mom, you know, I know she didn't want me to be a part of that stuff. Yeah,
0: what was the first uh, thing you'd say? Like uh, the first experience you had, or something you seen when you were like, "Oh, this shit's different." Like it's not like the regular areas, you know, like right. my area is kind of fucking fucked up a little bit mm-hmm. not and not fucked up to a sense where like, damn, I don't want to live mm-hmm. here. And even to that sense for some people, too, okay. like, I don't know, like, obviously, I've never lived in Chicago, but mm-hmm. so it just seems like there is some areas where you really don't even want to be out on the street, you know, at certain times of night and shit like that. So what was like the first time you've seen uh, some some like situation where you're like, fuck, this is kind of fucked up.
1: Let me see. I think maybe for me, like, walking, just walking, period. Like, yeah. in Chicago, like, when you walking, especially when it's a group of people, like, you're by yourself, they be so ready to try you because, yeah. you know, like, in Chicago you got the gangs, you know, they'll do anything to either try to get you in that gang or if they not if they don't get you in the gang, then they want to they wanna harass you. Like, yeah. oh, who is this? You know, where are you from? They ask you questions and you've probably never even been around there. Yeah. So... You know, with that, I'm saying that. I'm like, you know, y'all don't even know this kid. You know, y'all don't even know him. And y'all over here making these judgments. Y'all trying to harass him. This kid got a home. This kid got a mother. This kid got a father. Maybe even siblings. And y'all doing all this. And so, you know, I seen I seen people get jumped on. Like, I seen all kind of stuff. I'm like, you know, you know, why am I around this? You know, like, it's not my, you know, it's not my mom's fault that I was around. You know, I was born. And no, I was, yeah, I was, I like I was it's born just in name. your area. But it's like. You know, I've just got that mindset. Like, why am I around this? Why am I? Why is my mom around this? Like, you know, let's go, let's go somewhere. So, after you know, actually living in Chicago, I then moved to Indiana. I moved oh, okay. once I moved to Indiana. That's where my career really started. Like with basketball, yeah. like that's what really I. I had a couple of teachers like that really you know was there for me. Oh, Some cool. teachers like was like, yeah, you know, you know, Rashad, you'll never be anything. One of my coaches told me, you know, your hoop dreams is over. You know, i you know, I'm a, I'm am i I'm like a kid, like 16, 17 years old. I'm like, damn, you tell me this, so automatically it probably it definitely destroyed my confidence, but you know, you just get that I'm lucky to I was blessed to have those certain people to, you know, talk to me like Rashad, you know, you're not supposed to listen to outside Who
0: you know? was your first uh who's that person who's like one of those people in your life where you're like uh, he he actually, or he or she was that basketball like inspiration to tell you like, nah, keep going with the mm-hmm. shit, like pick, like stay with this basketball shit, you know,
1: don't give up, fucking mm-hmm. keep grinding, go to college and shit. Who did that for you? Well, it was actually a, um, let me see, a lot of people. Um, I know a close friend of mine by the name of Blen, um blend Porter. He was every time I talked about basketball because he know that's all I love to do. Yeah, and he knew I was so good at it. He said, man, you need to, you know, you need to go forward. Like over the summer. I had a uh, trainer by the name of um, Jay We called him J.T., but his real name was Jerry's. You know, he trained me like, yeah, man, I need you to go back to school, be on your P's and Q's. Yeah. And other than that, like, you know, some coaches, you know, they're still talking to me like, how you doing in school? But I really looked up to Jimmy Butler. Like, I feel you, dude. If, if nobody ever heard his life story, like, they wouldn't understand, like, where that man came from, from him to be kicked out at the age of 12. He was kicked out at the age of 12 because his mama didn't like the look of him. Yeah, she told him you look too much like your father, so she kicked him out. So now he's bouncing from house to house and trying to find somewhere to go. Once he do that, he finally get adopted. Once he get adopted, he going to school where nobody believing in his abilities. So now that's probably destroying his confidence. But now, look where he at now. He went from Tyler Junior Tyler Junior College to Marquette University. Now he went to. Now he's in the NBA. Yeah. First playing for the Chicago Bulls. Now he's playing for Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah. So and can't he's nobody, a superstar. Superstar. You know? Can not nobody tell me anything so, is possible? Yeah. Anything is possible. You just got to be willing to work. Ignore the outsiders. Stay with your family. Stay with your crowd, and just do what you got to do. Yeah. You, as long as you do that, you'll be fine. So is that that's like a. What's crazy is that I don't think
0: people understand, especially people that don't have, like, that father figure in in their lives, they don't understand that athletes are, like, well, for me, especially, well, when I was younger, obviously, I had my dad, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And I had my uncles, and, like, uh, they were, like, heroes to me, but, like, for people that don't have that, athletes are their heroes you know man. this the athlete that's come up through the the hard times those are those are y'all's heroes like those are the people you look up to because you realize like they're the most relatable yep. you know and uh who so who are your some of, some of your favorite athletes
1: oh man that's a, that's a, that's a lot let's see um Jimmy Butler that's one of them um Kevin Durant Steph Curry Kyrie Irving um LeBron James LeBron James out of all of them I feel like besides Jimmy Butler LeBron James is Man, I can't lie, I used to, I couldn't stand LeBron. Nah, me neither. But thing is, I'm young, though, so I don't know why, because I don't Man. know why they like him. But think thing about LeBron James, you don't hear nothing about him in the media. You don't yeah. hear nothing, and if you do, it's something positive. Like, him being, you know, blessed, like, LeBron had a hard life. Even though he had, he was the only kid, LeBron had a hard life. LeBron had to it was times he had to go from home to home because his mama knew she couldn't provide for him, so she had him staying with family friends. And... Look where he at now. He's in the NBA. I'm talking about he was a he was a sports Sports Illustrated as, as a junior in high school. Yeah, he didn't go to the college. He went straight to the league. Yeah. Now, he got an I Promise School. He's he's giving money for scholarships. He helps exactly. his kids go to school. Like I want that. Like I really want that. I I love the, I love the youth. Like people don't understand, the youth is the future of the generation. As much as you, as much knowledge as you feed them. The more you feed them knowledge, the more they're gonna try to work the world a better place The more you work around that you got this you got everybody being interconnected, so with them being connected that's that's unstoppable and a lot of people in this world they don't like to see that yeah so Bro,
0: well, all right so what's getting me right now is like the things that you're saying dog are like really uh are really deep mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and like dog, you're only twenty mm-hmm. you know um I think it's I think it's fucking special and also like surprising to a lot of people that um, like you can sit here and say these things, mm-hmm. but it's like, dude, you didn't go to school for this shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's what I li- I love about these types of mm-hmm. situations and these conversations and um, and things like co- uh, podcasts mm-hmm. and and just interviews where people go person to person is just because, like, bro, there's you can't gain that that type of wisdom or that type of um, connectedness to like a like to something in life that's mm-hmm. big like you're saying bro you're sitting here as as a youth mm-hmm. you're you're mm-hmm. the youth dog <laughs> like you're only 20 bro like i'm 23 <laughs> so i'm gonna be 23 i'm mm-hmm. older than you and like i just feel like you you have this type of wisdom and shit than you what and it's not fake either because mm-hmm. like i follow you know, like we mm-hmm. follow each other on social media so we know like i seen your twitter mm-hmm. i know what you post mm-hmm. and i see what you what you say and like the how much passion you have for like the people back home you mm-hmm. play basketball with and even that dude I remember uh, rest in peace I don't, I don't remember his name uh, sorry about that but mm-hmm. you posted about him and he he died right mm-hmm. and he was one of your you you said you know I don't I didn't know you but I just chopping it up and being with you on the floor I just yep. knew what type of person mm-hmm. you were you know and yep. that dude honestly that really fucking hit me I was mm-hmm. like bro because there's been guys and. uh there's been people that I've connected with that it's like, dude, I didn't I don't know you personally. And I think it was like me and you type of thing. Like I don't know you personally like that. Like mm-hmm. I don't know your mom. I don't know mm-hmm. your family. I really don't even know where you come from. Mm-hmm. But for some reason we're connected on a on a more like people would say maybe intellectual mm-hmm. level or yep. whatever. But we just seem to understand that uh this point in time is not the most important right, right. you know, that there's bigger, that there's life, that kids are actually not even able to see past their 30s and 40s to fucking live life, Mm -hmm. and then there's the other side of people who don't, who are taking life for granted, who are like, yo, wasting time, sitting here wasting time, Mm -hmm. when they don't realize,
1: like, dude, it could be snatched, you know? Right away, man, it's just gonna be snatched right away, so that's why I just try to tell people, you know, you know, stop taking things for granted, like, it's a lot of people, like I say all the time, it's a lot of people that were kill to be, you know, in, in, in people's situation that, you know, can get their school paid for. Like, it's a lot of kids that come to college campuses with nice cars, you know, um, all the, you know, all the necessities that other, you know, other children want. But I look at those things and realities, those things don't really even matter because... Think about it. I'm sure we're going to want to have our fun. Who don't want to play a video game? You know, who don't want to go out to the bars, you know, besides the bars, you know, enjoy yourself going to a basketball game? That's the point of life. The point of life is to have fun. Yeah. But you got to, it's, it's a certain, it's a it's a certain time where that fun stop. Yeah. People got to be able to understand business before pleasure. Yeah. Once you know that, then I feel like everything will be okay. People use that the opposite, though. Yeah. Pleasure before business. Exactly. I'm going to have fun. Then that's when I'm going to try to get my work done. And by the time you're doing that, you behind be everything. So now you're playing catch-up. And isn't there a way to go and and go about that shit, too? Like,
0: um, I feel like a lot of the times people aren't uh, doing – they're not trying to be successful through themselves and through, like, kindness and shit. They're trying to bring people down for their own success exactly. type of thing, right. you know? And, like, I feel like that's one of the bigger problems in, like, society right now. Right. You know, is that we're trying to all – uh, bring somebody down to like further our own success mm-hmm. when it's like dude we're all trying we're we should all be
1: trying to help each other you know any way we can that's the best thing I, man that's the best thing i heard you say bro like why not why 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 can't we all work together to like help bring each other up yeah like I could see myself now like this series i could see myself now if i see a person that's struggling or even if i know the person like you said man you don't really even know each other like that but for you to Hit me up, asking me, "Hey man, you busy? You know, you want to do a podcast just so you know we can talk things about real world situations. Yeah. Like, ain't no saying like if we could be like buddy buddies, like you know, I'll have to graduate college. Yeah, but I know you would be somebody I contact because we can have a we can we can have a great conversation. Yeah, not judging nobody. You know, we just having a a man to man conversation and just you know educating as well.
0: Yeah, so I like people
1: that. that's. Even if the, even if they don't listen to this podcast, we got different, you know, you got different podcasts to where we explain the real-world situations, you know, entertaining people as well. Yeah. So it's like, it just got to be able to build relationships, help people come up, you know, and then just give people, give, see, give people something to be happy about and smile about. Yeah, so, I feel you, Doug. Mm-hmm. I
0: lo- Doug. I just love the, I love the fact that you're, like, uh, that you truly believe the shit you're saying. Mm -hmm. Like, I could tell that, fucking, this shit ain't no, like, a front you're putting up. Like, you really could walk around, and if somebody didn't put a mic in your face, like, you would tell somebody Mm -hmm. the same exact Mm -hmm. shit. Mm -hmm. That's what I really appreciate, you know? Uh, how do you feel, so are you excited for this fucking uh, game you got tonight? Because I know this is the first home game, right?
1: Man, you, I'm very excited for the first home game. I know, because last that.
0: year you didn't, uh, last year you weren't even able to sue, no, I right? wasn't able to sue last year. Nope, yeah, nope, so this so. A, hey,
1: this is what's up, bro. it's going to be. How much, do you think you're going to get a lot of PT? Uh, I'm not sure if I'm going to get a lot of PT because yeah. thing is, you know, Coach, I've been in practice, and, you know, Coach talked to me like, yeah, man, you know, you know, you still got things to work on. He, you I know, he it. told me, though, you know, you got you got way better when you first came in. He said you, you, know, you work your ass off. You got ability, effort. You got, you know, skills. But he would just let me know, like, he was honest with me and let me know, like, you got to, there's still things that I got to work on. Yeah. But as a man, I respect that. I feel it. He, he came to me as a man and said, you got to work on this. You got to work on that. So, you know, think about plan time. A lot of people think, like, oh, yeah, he ain't playing. He ain't playing. You know, he, he ain't get no playing time. Like, that don't really matter to me because at the end of the day, I'm in college. I'm playing basketball. Oh, yeah. Not a lot of people get this opportunity. I, I didn't you. even know I was going to get this opportunity. So, if it weren't for Ernie B, like, I, would, <laughs> I wouldn't be here right now. Ernie like, B put the dude. word in. Coach got me on the visit, played, like what he saw, and I'm in college now. A lot of people thought when I was in high school and I didn't make my team junior senior, they, yeah, this kid, he ain't going to go to college. When I first committed, my phone was blowing up. Oh my God, Rashad! I knew you could do it. I knew you could do it. Y'all knew I could do it, but y'all, y'all, y'all wasn't nobody talking to me at all. I feel you. So, you know, I'm I'm very excited about the game, and I'm just I'm just ready to win. I just I'm just ready to have a good season. Like we we really got some pieces this year. I feel like even. Uh...
0: I feel like just having you on the bench is dope. Like, you know, just like... Because I feel like you appreciate it a lot more, right, okay. dog. Like, I feel like you're jumping up and more just like... I just appreciate the fact that I'm getting to fucking jump up out mm-hmm. on the court yep. and fucking dribble and yep. fucking ball for, like, an actual team, mm-hmm. you know? Because, like, like you said, you might not have even fucking... You wouldn't have got this opportunity if this, this, and that Mm -hmm. wouldn't have happened, but you have it now, you know? And I love that you're so fucking passionate about just, like, taking advantage Mm -hmm. of the opportunity because as I was was talking to Johnny on the way over here, I was, like, telling him, like, dude, I don't... I have to realize, like, dude, I don't know a lot, Mm -hmm. you know? I don't know a lot about a lot of things, but perspective and people's stories can teach people a lot, lot. you know? And maybe that's my fucking thing, Mm -hmm. you know? Maybe Mm -hmm. I... Maybe my thing is just to get y'all, y'all's stories out there. Yep. Maybe that's my story, mm-hmm. you know? But that's one of the things that got me excited about coming in here because I, I woke up this morning, bro, and I knew we were going to do the podcast and shit. And I was just sitting here, and I was thinking, like, damn, man. Out of, like, what what should I talk about mm-hmm. and things like that? And then um, I remember Johnny telling me last time, like, bro, just – and he told me on the way over here, too. He's like, dude, just – let them like let them do it for you, mm-hmm. you know? And I was like, bro, that's that's like what I that's really what I want because last time the reason I love that, that episode we did last mm-hmm. time is because you and E B just kinda took over and we're like and we're really going in on about some shit yep. and that's what made it like special, you know? Yep. And I can already feel it with this one. Like this one's so much more natural, bro, and I feel so much more comfortable just sitting here talking. But um what do you so do you think uh you guys got a pretty good chance this year, like, conference and everything?
1: I definitely think we got a pretty good chance. We yeah. had a pretty good chance last year. The thing yeah, is, yeah. Is, is like, I just feel like we got to take things more serious. And um, to be honest, actually, I feel like my coach, he can be more on our ass. Like, I feel like. He got to let us know. Like, any coach, like, when we have practices and we get done, he be like, yeah, you guys did good. You guys could do it. You know, you could do this better. You can do this better. In my head, I'd be like, "Hell no, we can't, we, yeah, we can't You know, yeah, it's yeah. it's better shit we can do. It's it's more shit we can do. Yeah. Like all these other different schools, I tell myself all the time, like, "Man, I wish I'd go see how another team practice, just to see, you know, especially a D one facility, a facility, just to see things that they do." Because I know, like, I'm oh, damn. Maybe we should try this. Maybe we should incorporate this into this. So, I feel like we definitely got a chance. But in order for us to have that chance, we gotta. We got to stay humble in the process. We got to, first of all, stay in the classroom. I feel that. If you ain't got the grades, it ain't even... Basketball shouldn't be in the fucking conversation. Yeah. So stay in the classroom Stay on the court, get in the gym, hit the weight room, you know, work out. Do the things that's necessary in order to help build the program and to help build a program on the winner with a winner attitude. Yeah,
0: and that, bro, I always felt like that was one of the things that a lot of programs were missing, just that attitude. Like, bro, this ain't fucking, this is not what we need to be doing, you know? Like, we need to turn it up a notch. Like, we need to be real with ourselves and, like, tell ourselves, like, dude, this is not fucking uh, what championship teams exactly, do. Exactly, We need to work ten times harder because that's what fucking the teams that actually win the fucking ship, yep. that's what they
1: do. And thing is, I'm glad that you said that things that win the – the teams that win the championship, they got leaders. Yeah. You know, they got leaders. But in my opinion, I hate the captain, the team captain, the leader things. I hate that so much. Everybody on the teams has a voice so everybody on the team can be vocal. If you see somebody slacking, get on their ass. Just because I'm not the captain and I tell you you need to do this, that don't mean you gotta get you know, you don't have the right to give an attitude at me. I'm doing something to help better you yeah. as an individual. So ain't no way in hell, you know, you should try to, you know, get an attitude with me. I'm trying to help you so that way we are all the game. We, we all, we all got the same goal. Yeah,
0: to like, win a championship.
1: Starting off in the beginning of the season, our coach wrote, gave us a piece of paper and said, "Write y'all goal." Then everybody had the same fucking goal. Yeah. So, what you write? Uh, basically, win the championship. Yeah. Besides the championship, he said self a self individual goal as well. I said, I gotta talk more. Got to get my skills, you know, skills better, and then just see same same person in the classroom. Like make like. sure I'm maintaining my grades because I I know I love my education. Like I'm, I love this. I love school. I love it for real. I love school. Wait, when did you flip? When that switch flip for you? Uh, like, to be honest, because you know, like,
0: bro, we're young. We don't yo, fucking love school. not every twenty year old is gonna stand up here and say I don't fucking the, love school. No, bro. no the, the honestly, is like, you know, we, I'm sure because we all have to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck school, like, fuck no, but we, I'm here because I realize that. Brings different opportunities, but right. go ahead.
1: No, you def- you definitely not lying. Like, it's, I definitely have, like, man, you know, fuck school, man, shit. Maybe we need this shit, but yeah. it's like when I graduated, you know, when I graduated high school, yeah. I saw the look on my mama's face. Like, oh, shit. I never seen my mama so happy. When yeah. I say we went out to eat, she had my cap, the gown on, and my, you know, my cap, everything. I'm, damn, I just really made her so happy. So I'm like, you know, let me see what this college life like. I already knew what, college that wasn't out of the question to me. And my family is, you're going to college. Quotation, you're going to college. Yeah. Those. Even if I don't have the money, like, I had to work my ass off to get a scholarship. Yeah. So that way I could have money. So basically, I can't lie, when I came in my freshman year of school, I'm like, okay, how college going to be? Because I always ask myself, people that went to college that's ahead of me, I'm like, damn, how is college? Is it hard? That's, yeah. that's the first, yeah. thing. That's the first <laughs> thing somebody asks. Like, is it hard? Is it hard? But yeah. think about it. <laughs> When I ask those questions, bro, I shouldn't ask them. Yeah. Not everything in life is going to be hard, yeah. but it's it's what you're willing to do in order to overcome that shit. I feel you. So, when I came to school, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm asking questions. I'll participate. And most of the time, people don't understand. When you're in class, all you got to do is participate. Show right. up. Turn your work in. Ain't nobody say you got to go to class to turn in 100% papers, 100% tests. Just go to class and show up and participate. And teachers going to fuck with you if you know they're doing that. So, yeah. I told myself, I'm so good I'm good with this school shit. Like I'm, I'm asking questions that I never even thought of before. Yeah. I'm like, damn, like I'm I'm smart, like I'm smart. I feel like people say that, said it, people always say, man, he's smart as hell. I didn't know what that <laughs> I didn't know what that meant, but I swear. <laughs> I did not know what that meant. I'm like, you know, y'all just saying that shit. But when I got to college, my first semester, I'm like, damn, okay, second semester it was even better. So I had for second semester I had four A's and a B. You know, I tried so hard to make the dean's list, but I ain't make it. I'm like it, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> so, and I, I hate that shit so much. You shouldn't be defined by like a three point six five. Ain't shit. no way a hell a number should be able to, you know, um, tell where you are in school. Mm-hmm. I feel like we shouldn't even get grades because, as a teacher, a teacher can either tweak your grade or they can, um, you know, man, how am trying to put this?
0: <laughs> nah, nah, you're not. You're nah, You're on. You're on, you're on point. Teachers, point. They, they can, have a, they have the power to right, there we go. flip yeah to flip turn uh do whatever they want right. to to that grade. Right. Like I've had teachers give me a 2% increase yep, yep. to give me the C yep. because I begged them mm-hmm. for damn near a week like yo if I do this this and that extra credit blah 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 will you give me the 69.57 yep. and just call it a C, <laughs> you know? And they've been like yeah. I'm like okay so I know exactly teachers what you Teachers definitely mean, bro. got the
1: power to change the grade. So if they got the power to do that you, Why think huh? you think it should just be pass
0: fail? Huh? Do you think it should just be pass fail?
1: That's a great that's actually a great question. I actually do think it should be pass fail. Because okay. like thing is, dealing with pass fail, it's either you know the material or you don't know the material. Yeah. And the only way you know the material is if you test that, you know, test the person's knowledge or, you know, on the subject that we're talking about. So grades, like it's cool, but like A, B, C, D, you know, F. Yeah. Like, in order to figure out, like, what those grades really mean, sometimes those grades don't really be accurate, though. No. It'd be inaccurate as hell. No, yeah, so exactly. So most of the time... They got students feeling good or feeling bad about themselves. So let's think about it. When mother get an F, they fuck man, they mad as hell. As soon they get an A, they yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I know all that type of person. Like, oh gee. fuck, bro. Because I know <laughs> I right that. now, I got one class kicking my ass right now. Which, one what one Accountant. Accounting. That oh, class is you. kicking my the ass car? right now. car, oh, Same, yes.
0: same. I have her managerial. That class is. Are kicking you in financial? My, no, yep, financial. Oh, okay, yep. Yeah. That
1: class is whooping my ass right now, man. Damn.
0: So you got two more years left. I got two more years left. All right, so you're gonna take managerial probably next yep. semester. Yep. Yeah. Semester. Get that. Yeah, I gotta you gotta get that shit over. With. Financial I first. feel hey. you, bro. It's hey, it's it's a lot of work, bro. That's a lot of work. I, and it's not just. It's not like. Uh, it's not the accounting. I feel like it's just the way this this class is particularly structured is what <laughs> is what's uh, I think a little tougher just because the connect the doesn't. Correlate with what how exactly, we get taught, exactly. you know. How we get caught, yeah. yeah, and bro, and those that's the biggest thing with me in school is the way they teach us yeah, is I is like what because I, I understand school, bro. I, I get agree. school. I agree with school mm-hmm. education. I like that, you know. Yep. I teaching people, helping people, like for success all that bullshit right I love that shit mm-hmm. I just don't understand why we get taught the like me sitting here in like a little desk and this guy standing up there all fucking high and mighty right <laughs> when he's fucking 700 pounds and like he's about to die right if he eats two more fucking cornrows yeah whatever and I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm supposed to think like he has some authority over me like but if he sat down with me man to man and we talked I guarantee you he could learn something exactly
1: you know exactly. and that's like, what yeah. pisses me off is like yeah.
0: bro I could teach this mother something, too,
1: about life. Man, that's, man, that's just,
0: that's and that, Yeah, and, and it's like we're putting these teachers on a pedestal, and I get, I love, I get the concept of a teacher. I just think if they sat in a circle and then told us their experiences. Yep. And why they chose to teach younger mm-hmm. people first, like the first day of class, bro, what if you just sat in a circle and the teacher gave everything, gave you everything. Yep. That they had, like, I did this for this reason, this changed my life. Yep, exactly. And wouldn't you feel like the next day, like, damn. I have a little, I have a connection to this guy. Exactly. exactly. You know? Like, bro, if you taught my classes, I would never miss a class because it's like, (laughs) damn. (laughs) Nah, because really, like, Rashad would fucking be like, damn, Dom, don't fuck with me at all. (laughs) He's missing my class all the fucking time. I don't care about these, missing these teachers' classes, bro. They have no connection with me. They've never once sat there and tried to do that. You know? And I don't know why they, and so I don't know why for hundreds of years we've gotten taught the same way. Yeah, bro. Sports. We don't teach we don't, from desk, exactly. and a, we teach by doing. Doing. Exactly. You know, like exactly. dude, exactly. Shit, it's crazy. Exactly. Yeah. And it's
1: funny because I just realized that, um, you know, some teachers, you got your teachers that's willing, that's that's for the students. That you got your teachers that come, that's for the check. I feel so you. either way it go, the, the thing that pisses me off with a the teacher, they say, I don't care what y'all do. I don't care if y'all show up to class. I'm gonna get my money regardless. That's something you should never fucking state to a student. Yeah. So. Thing is, though, like you said, dealing with teachers, you got um, like for example, Terry, how she do her shit? Terry Zuccaro, she just writing on the board. Yeah. So then we gotta go to connect and figure out how to do that shit by ourselves. Yeah. Then we got all these tests, and then we gotta figure out how to do all these accounts and all the other shit. Like, that's not a good way to teach the class. You got to get the class involved. That's gotta. People don't understand that. We're in a new generation now. You can't write some shit. And expect a person to learn that shit better. You got to, you got to, I'm talking about, hey, come here. Like, you know, grab on <laughs> some shit and get them involved. The more you get them involved with some shit, yeah. like, it, that's not even with teaching. Teaching, coaching, from job shadowing, all that. You got to, like, grab them motherfucker, like, and let them know. Get them involved. The more you get them involved, the better they'll be. Instead of just write some shit on the board. And then by the time you get soon as they write that shit on the board, by the time you get out of the classroom, you, it's damn, well, hey, what we learned today? Yeah. You I confused believe. yourself, so what you first thing you do? <laughs> you pull out your yourself. notebook, pull out your notebook, yeah. like, damn, how you do this? Now you try to figure out how to do the assignment. So yeah. now you got to text a professor, how I do this again? And they probably, damn, Rashad, you know, you weren't paying attention to the class. So Right, bro? Oh,
0: man, I just had a... Uh, incident with a teacher, actually. Like, I emailed her and I was like, Oh, um, hey, I'm sorry. Like, I missed the connect, blah blah blah. Like, um, and the reason I missed it is because it's usually on Thursdays every Thursday, and yep. you set this one up for Tuesday or whatever. And I must have missed when you had told us whatever. She said, Well, I would think you would, uh, be have uh, most of it done already, mm-hmm. and this is on, and uh, and she assigned it to us on Thursday. That's when I have her class or whatever, yep. right? And she's like, I would think you would have had some of this done. I was like... I don't do my work till Wednesday. <laughs> like, th- if this, like, if the assignments are due Thursday, I don't touch it's it just, until Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. I even told her in the thing, I only have one class Wednesday. That's when I do my homework. And then she was like, well, I still sent an email and all this. I was like, dude, you can't just reopen the thing and then let me do it. Like, you see that I have zero out of 15 points. Mm-hmm. You think if I just woke up late and you thought I was just trying to rush it and get it done? Like, no. If I, I mean dude i didn't zero out of 15 for all three of the freaking assignments mm-hmm. what do you think i was doing you think i just well of course i forgot mm-hmm. like this is the second time i'm in your class right. like come on but she doesn't even she whatever whatever And she doesn't have to but i'm saying like couldn't you just reopen it give me half credit and then kick me out the door. Exactly. You know, I don't get exactly. it. Like, what is me getting a zero out of 15 or 25 going to – how is that going to help me in life? I agree. That's not. It's not going to teach me a lesson. I, All I it's going to do is be like, yo, <laughs> you have to do this lady's work early. Yeah, I like, was... I don't know. You know, what, what did she want me to learn from that? So I don't know. There's just like – there's those little um, battles I feel like the teachers are trying to win, dude. And it's like it's not a win-lose. It's... You're supposed to be helping me. Dog, like, come on, help brother out. You know what I'm saying? Um, who do you think? What do you, uh, who's your favorite basketball team?
1: That basketball team, yeah, Yeah, that's hard. Who's Uh, your
0: favorite NBA team? Are you more of a player guy?
1: I'm more of a player guy, to oh, okay. I ain't gonna lie. I was a Bulls fan, damn, right. you know. After they after there, Jimmy, d rotted after Jimmy and White is gone, you, you so jumped he, off the. They, they, but re- you just rock the sweater still, man. Yeah, I still rock the sweater. <laughs> like they rebuilt the whole damn program, so I'm like, damn, you know. Then Jimmy went to the Minnesota Timberwolves, so yeah. I'm like, okay, maybe I'll rock the But I can't lie, man. Go to the states, man. Them, they something serious out. No, uh, go to the states, some serious out there, man. So, if anything. If I were to have a favorite team besides going to State, I like the Celtics. okay. Celtics for sure. they they so they so smooth and they just play so nice and I say Jason Tatum, that's my person who motivates the hell out of me. He's young. He's the same age as me, twenty years old. Yeah. And he's out there playing basketball. Something yep. that he loves to do and actually doing great with that shit. Yeah. Exactly. So, There's
0: a lot of young guns in the in the league right man, now. Though. 19, 18, yeah.
1: 19 years old, bro. bro
0: and then uh, what's crazy is that my Lakers got three of them. Yep. Like Kuz, Ingram, yep. oh, uh, Agram, Lonzo, man. dude. Yep. Ingram's in his bag this He's year, bro. In his bag. And like, mark my words, bro, and then this is Ingram aside. But just because I'm a Lakers fan, Javale McGee will be an all star this year. I love He's McGee. gonna be an all star, bro. Wendell,
1: I love Javale McGee from oh. every since when he played with the fucking Denver Nuggets. Really, bro? I hated Javale, JaVale. bro. I if you throw it he's going to go get it Yeah, he's that type of person I feel and that. he's going to block shots like yeah. JaVel I love JaVel McGee and then once he you know with him leaving the Warriors everybody like damn you know he probably needed him but I feel like that was I mean he got a ring shit, well he you got know? two he got two rings yeah, so, so whatever. you know he gone so <laughs> yeah, so. bro and that's what,
0: what, that's what I love about uh I think uh, the NBA right now is like, bro. You don't see the, the talent gets hit on so many teams, yep. bro. Like Javel, you're telling me he's leading the lead in blocks, blocks. and he, he's averaging 15, 16 a game. Yep. 15 and 16, mm-hmm. dude. For the first, uh, he's averaging better numbers than Carl Anthony Towns through the first ge- seven right. games, yep. seven or eight games of the season, right? So what's crazy is that this dude, this talent, was just getting hit under the Warriors. Uh, Blink of the superstars, right? Yep. yep. And R- Rudy Gobert's out here just leading, leading <laughs> blocks every year. JaVel McGee's on. Dude, I bet after he won his two championships, he's like, I'm about to show every everybody. motherfucker I can ball. Like, I've learned some shit. Oh, and then he's McGee out here hitting ball. corners too, dog. Like, JaVale McGee everybody can developed ball. a freaking jump. Everybody developed a three except fucking Ben Simmons <laughs> this summer, bro. <laughs> How bad is that, bro? Everybody developed the three. You see, they got Lonzo shooting that motherfucker now. I know, and that's oh god. everybody thought his shot. Dude, everybody is talking shit because he averaged seven, seven, and seven, dog. Like, if if I ever averaged seven, seven, and seven playing basketball, I would have thought I was the goat. Well, it's like, dude, bro. I do everything, bro. I, do every, I get rebounds, you I get assists, and I can score. Yeah, a little I'll bit. just hit two threes. You know, I'm not and a the big. Fruit doubles, <laughs> I'm, saying, so. I'm not a big double digit, double digit yep, guy, yep, but yep. you know, I hit my sevens. Yep. You know? So, like, bro, I would love that. So, I don't understand how. And everybody's like, "Oh, Ben Simmons, a rookie of the year, rookie of the year, bro. He can't shoot." I, I don't
1: really think he should have got yeah. rookie of the year. To They're be giving honest him with
0: you. eight feet I, off I, the I, line I, I right think, now, Rashad. Think,
1: man, bro, eight
0: feet off the line, no, dog. I mean, I bro. He, he, like, how much? How, that's <laughs> disrespect, bro. They're saying literally, "I'm gonna stand back here by your big man. You won't pass it to Embiid.
1: Go ahead, and we'll take our chances with you." That's 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 <laughs> it, bro. That's that's <laughs> what's so funny though. Like, you off, huh? they be farther back. Oh. I'm like. Damn, bro, you ain't even attempt to shoot a three. He's scared, bro. But it's all game, mental. I no, know. I don't know. What is What? How
0: do you? What is shooting like? For me, baseball, I can tell you, hitting is all me, is seventy five mental, yep. bro. Like, sure, you have to get all your mechanics cool, whatever, whatever. But if you think you are gonna suck, you are gonna suck at exactly, anything, like, exactly. bro. And for me, I just feel like Ben Simmons just has no confidence with his shot. That's
1: I am glad you talked about. That's a great actually a great conversation to bring up too, dealing with mentality. Yeah. Like, for me, I know sometimes I'm destroying my own self, like, my own mentality. I, I tell myself, man, I can't do this shit, man. I can't do this and that. But it's like, deep down inside, I've been doing it for so long, so I tell myself that shit? So, like, dealing with shooting, the same thing with hitting a baseball. You yeah. got to have your mechanics. And then, one, you got to have your mechanics. Two, you got to be confident in your shot. Yeah. Three, it's, it's just repetition. You got you to gotta work with that shit. If yeah. you're not working with it, then... You're just going to be – shit, you're not going to be able to want to shoot it. You're just going to be afraid to shoot that shit. Yeah.
0: So – And you know he didn't – he wasn't putting in work on that three because no. he didn't put up no Instagram videos. No, no Instagram videos. <laughs> Dude, that's no NBA offseason. If you ain't posting your workouts, you're not doing shit. Yep. <laughs> like, straight up, dog. Everybody's like, well, we're sitting back. Like, Yo, Ben Simmons, where's your shooting videos, yep. dog? Where's that shit at? Nowhere. Shit, <laughs> he barely
1: could hit a free throw. Oh, damn. That's another I'm, thing, so oh, – Fuck. But the thing is, though, like, I can't lie, though, Ben Simmons, is a, he's definitely a nice-ass player. Oh, though. no, like, I'm not taking you know, away. No, he, 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 <laughs> yeah, he just nice can't shoot. He's definitely a nice-ass player, though. He definitely can't. Cause I, for them to really dare him, they I'm talking about, they dare him all the time to shoot that shit, though. They dare him all the, the rookie
0: time. of the year should
1: have went to Donovan Mitchell. It definitely should have went to Donovan Mitchell. I agree. Wait, but <laughs> wait, 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 but uh, definitely Jason Tatum definitely was in his bag too. Oh, that season. Yeah, Jason
0: Tatum, Tatum was in his bag. In his bag
1: bro. But hey, but Donovan Mitchell, that, that's some,
0: that's what uh, I'm saying. He's cold Mitchell, bro.
1: He's cold. He's cold blooded. Oh my god, he bro. is cold blooded. I saw Donovan Mitchell like in the playoffs. I'm like, this man's scoring thirty points. Yeah, Man, he's a rookie. Mm-hmm. He didn't no a fucking, fear. A, 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 a team full of vets. Like, yeah. For you to have that heart like that, like, God damn, man. Hey,
0: you, uh, you're you pretty active on Twitter. What's up with the, uh, you seen those memes that said uh, how Kyrie feel leaving a LeBron shadow just to be in the shadow of a 20-year-old. <laughs> you think that shit's true? How you, you think that's true? You think he's in
1: Tatum's shadow a little bit? Uh, 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 you know, that's kind of funny. That's actually a good question. Think about it, people got to understand it about Kyrie. Kyrie going to do whatever the hell he want to do. Yeah. Kyrie know he got the ball handling. Kyrie know he can pass, he can shoot. Yeah. Thing is, though, Jason Tatum is just a different breed. He's hungry. He wants it. He ready to work. So, he got that winning attitude. With him having that winning attitude, you know, he just, he's young. Yeah. So, for him to have that shit while he's young, just imagine when he get that shit when he get older. Yeah. It's only his second year in the league. So, I don't. I really don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. Jason Tatum, you know, is you know that Kyrie is a Jason Tatum shadow. But actually, I feel that I feel that actually Kyrie leaving LeBron was actually a good thing. Oh, I think so. Too. That was actually a great thing for him, for both moment. of them. So.
0: Well, Kyrie leaves LeBron. If Kyrie don't leave, LeBron don't join the Lakers. So, like, thank you, Kyrie. I appreciate you. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, it's straight up. He don't leave. They fucking, I guarantee you, they they trade or find a way to get another another superstar in there. And so, it's Kyrie, LeBron, and somebody else. Like, LeBron would have never left because then he would have been in there for at least a couple more years. And then, you either commit to staying with them, or you, you leave, leave yep. again and be probably the bigger villain the second time around because they would actually have the talent set there, you know, but, for uh for them to win another championship. But then we would have been looking on like six straight years of Cavs Warriors, bro. I don't want no, that I, shit. I'm,
1: I'm, oh man, I get so tired of seeing that shit all the time. Yeah, and dude. LeBron definitely worked his ass off though. But thing is though, I got to ask you. Let me ask you this: How you, you right. feel about how you feel about KD and the Warriors? Like. I know <sighs> everybody talk about all these super teams, you know, I all these super teams. Bro, shit it's like just that, like, boy.
0: all right, look, I have to give you my honest opinion shot, like, I when LeBron, when LeBron first, uh, this goes all the way back to LeBron. <laughs> My, like, it's hey, LeBron's fault. Like, yeah. When LeBron <laughs> left Miami, right?
1: Right. right or when Miami, he right.
0: left to go to Miami, I was pissed, bro. I was calling him a bitch. Like, mm-hmm. LeBron, you such a bitch. Mm-hmm. You left Cleveland. Kobe stayed <laughs> with the Lakers for 15 years. You know, just doing the ignorant LA shit. Exactly. And exactly. then, and then so I, and then when he went back to Cleveland, I was like, all right, LeBron, you cool. You uh-huh. cool. You know? And then. KD happened, right? Yep. KD does KD. I'm mad again. I'm pissed, bro. I didn't like it. But then after he won mm-hmm. his first chip, and what the Warriors were saying, and just every all the hate he was getting, bro, I sat back and I think it. I had to go through a life realization to realize I was be I'm just a hater, dog. Yeah, I was just good, being good, a good, hater bro. like two years ago. I'd be mean, the same way. And for me, honestly, bro, I, the reason I say I was a hater is because, dude, the, what am I mad about? <laughs> what am I mad about, dude? He made a—he was a free agent. Like, he made a decision for his own career. He knew that he wasn't going to fucking beat these guys mm-hmm. with Russ. He knew he wasn't going to beat them with Russ. Russ, don't play well with others. Exactly. I'm sorry. Exactly. Like, let's be honest here. You he don't really play that good with KD. Yep. Like, so he left, got his couple chips. The first year was a trial run, right? Exactly. exactly. So he goes, we win a chip. I can't be mad at him no more, dude. If the league got all oh, these guys hit shots on a more efficient basis than any other team in the league, dog. That means that the rest of you motherfuckers just aren't good wow, enough dude, to hit, hit these, hit these the shots. shots. Yes, yeah. right? It's not a KD's fault. KD ain't making the Warriors Great by himself, they were already seventy three and nine. <laughs> like, dude, he just he did kind of a shady move.
1: Oh, no, that's what everybody thinks. that's like, a, like, a little that bit 70, like he that, was a little shady move. that's, no, that's seventy three and nine. That's what's getting to people. That's what's like, pissing damn, people off. seventy three and nine ass team, bro. So like, and
0: then it's and then I'm so I'm kind of sitting back, bro. And it's just like, look, man. At this point, it's not. It's whatever the players control that league, exactly. which I love because KD, KD changed the league, mm-hmm. dog. If he Stepped up and he said, I can do whatever the fuck I want. Exactly. And players can now. Now players step up, say they want to get traded, and they'll get traded. Exactly. They can say they don't want to sign with this, this, and that team, and they won't sign with that team. And they say they want a super contract, they will get a supermax, Bro, DeMarcus, because that, the Golden Uh-oh. State Warriors organization is so is such on a better level than any other organization right now you, in the league, except the freaking Los Angeles Lakers because we have Magic. But, like, DeMarcus Cousins signed for five mil. Well, let, me,
1: let me tell you why. They, let me tell you why. Hit me. Why do you think the – okay, let me ask you first. Why do you think the Warriors are on a good-ass level? Bro,
0: they're the top-class organization. Like, they do everything that you would think a good organization would do, and that's why people hate them for it. They, they, grew, they grew through the draft. Yep, exactly. Right? Yep, they developed all their own talent. Definitely. Nobody had nobody had faith in Clay, Draymond, Draymond or Steph. Steph. You know, like dude, two years ago I was so mad and so buttered, but now I'm just like, damn, dog, they're just this is just something I have to appreciate now. Yep, exactly. Like, <coughs> and they their players love the management. Mm-hmm. They're so loyal to that organization and the city. Because it's all love there. Yep. They never like, KD, come in here, bro. Billboards. They're like, nah, dog, come in. We're just going to keep working. Exactly, we're all cool. You, like, we're all see, homies.
1: We're going to win a chip. What's you, up? You see how Le- LeBron got to LA. Yeah. They already created a post. We- they motherfuckers started to vandalize it all. Yeah, of shit. crazy shit, right? But I think about when I think of the Warriors, the Warriors are willing to spend money. Mm. That's what teams got to understand. If you're not willing to spend money, they that's what, that's what people are not going to want to come to you. Like, mm. for example, with KD having, you know, him leaving, you know, him getting his contract and shit like that, everybody should have known KD was going to want to stay with the Warriors. One, he got a championship ring. Two, he got another championship ring. And three, KD just, he's actually loyal. So, like, he got some motherfuckers he can play with. Yeah. So, think about it. When KD played for the. Um, you
0: think it was an appreciation thing,
1: bro? Definitely an appreciation thing, wow, definitely. Because sure. think for about sure. it. Think about it. When KD played for OKC, KD, bro, well, he was going to have to depend on who? Him and Russ. Everybody else was just now developing. Yeah. So KD, Mayu, they played the Warriors and they had a 3-1 lead. What, right, right. And right. that shit got blue. hmm So KD probably had in mind like, shit, these motherfuckers hooping. Yeah. I want me a ring. I had a chance to get a ring, but LeBron stopped that. So you know what I'm about to do? I'm about to join up with these Warriors, somebody that beat LeBron. hmm So if he beat LeBron, I'm finna go make these motherfuckers even better. I don't have to take every shot. I got Curry. I got Clay, And I got myself not to mention, you got Draymond. Draymond make hell of a plays. A lot of people sleep on him. He make hell of a play from rebounding right. to passing the ball. Right. And he
0: could score. Bro, he, uh, that, KD joined the team the year after LeBron made the block. Yep. Beat yep. the 73. Exactly. And beat exactly. the greatest team, right? Yep. Uh, and what's crazy about that is that, bro, where do you want him to go? <laughs> You know, like, dude, looking back at it, like, we're all ignorant as fuck at the time. Where do you want this guy to go? Where do you want him to go? You want him to go to the Lakers and suck for three years? Like, those are three years of his prime he's going to be wasting. He's going to be on national TV scoring 35 a game for what? For people Mm -hmm. to say he's never won a chip? Mm -hmm. He can't carry a team to a chip for three years? Nah, he's just going to go join the Warriors. He knows they need him. He knows he's going to play. He knows he's going to get paid. Like, thinking back at it, it was one of the fucking greatest moves ever. Mm-hmm.
1: Exactly. You know? Exactly. He knows,
0: what What do I have to do to get LeBron out of Cleveland? Exactly. I need to join the Warriors and flip this. whole I don't think he knew he was going to flip the league like it did, but he flipped the fucking league, dude. That's a good Got day. his chips, and now he's in a position to demand a super max, bro. Yeah, yeah,
1: so besides a super max, he's in the... I actually feel like KD is in the position to have more rings than, than, than anyone. Mike, yeah. Anybody. Bill, yeah. KD Except is Bill, young. Man, KD yeah. is like what? 26, 27 years old. He's young as fuck. He's young. I'm just Steph saying. Young. Well, so say like, KD you got a lot of young mother. You got a a lot of young talent on that team. Yeah. And Warriors, them is only they only going to get better. Yeah. So with the Warriors only being able to get better, they are willing to make sacrifices to oh yeah. You know <clears throat> Even though DeMarcus Cousins signed for $5 million, yeah. like that man, people damn near know DeMarcus Cousins, when he's come back, he's them that going to do good, and he's them to going to get another contract with the Warriors.
0: They already said Steve Kirk came out, you right? See, Yesterday. You see what I mean, though? Yeah, and he was like, yeah, we know we're not going to be able to resign him. We'll get him a chip, send him out, get him a, a nice contract with another right, team.
1: You see what I mean, though? A lot of people don't understand. We want a ring. Yeah. People in the NBA, you got some motherfuckers in the NBA that's going to play just to entertain the fans and get that money. Then you want motherfuckers that take this shit serious. I want a ring. So when I retire, I got that shit on my finger, you got my jersey now there, and I'm a fucking Hall of Famer. And I could tell you some stories about how I linked up with this team and yeah. we made history.
0: Yeah, because at the end of the day, bro, do you, if you won two chips, like, and people say, well, those didn't matter. You guys yeah, had, exactly. the, had a bunch of superstars, a bunch of Hall of Famers, like... Well, in twenty years, dude, that's gonna be cool. That's not gonna be fucking lame, <laughs> you know? Like, dude, looking back, look back at the Showtime Lakers now. Oh. They had how many Hall of Famers? Whoa, We're not whoa, up here whoa, sitting man. sitting here saying Magic a bitch, Kareem yep, a bitch, bro, yes. right? Who's saying that? Ain't Dang. nobody in their right mind gonna step up and say uh, Wilt Chamberlain a bitch, friggin' James Worthy a bitch because they play with other Hall of Famers, exactly. not everybody sits up and is like, "Yo, Showtime's back, Showtime Lakers." Like, mm-hmm. dude, that's how the Warriors are gonna be in twenty years. We're gonna look back and be like. That team was fucking ridiculous. Ridiculous, like, ridiculous. dude, their third best guy put up a fucking NBA <laughs> record for fucking most threes in the game. Fourteen,
1: yeah, dog. Just like, on, uh, you know, who he, on, on, yeah, I on know, Chicago. Dog. Oh That's my god, crazy dog. On Chicago, he did it on chi- in Chicago. Mm. So man, it's like Warriors just a different breed. But oh, think about dude. the Warriors; what make them so great is their chemistry. Yeah, like. Think about it. When well, LeBron joined the Heat, you had d LeBron, Chris Bosh, Mario Chalmers. They didn't have that chemistry right away. Nah. As soon as KD was avoiding, their chemistry was right, like, right away. Yeah. They probably let KD know, we're going to need you to do this, man, and that's it. That's all. KD said, all right. <laughs> all right, I'm going to do that. That's cool. Let's Fine. go. I got stuff. I got a fucking shooter.
0: Hey, you know he hey. knows that in the last two minutes that they're looking for a bucket. They're going to go, yo, KD. Yo. Hey, dog, can we get a bucket real exactly. quick? <laughs> oh, oh, man, that ain't
1: nothing. Yeah, and if sure. he can't do it, Curry, where you at? If yeah. he can't do it, Clay, where you at? Yeah. Like, and if we got to go to Draymond, we <laughs> lost this shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, if we got to resort to Draymond, exactly. shit, we lost. <laughs> Definitely. Like, they, they defended that shit pretty good. If yep. we got to fucking, if we resort to shooting Draymond Green. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. How do you think, uh, what do you think about the Lakers start? Three and five.
1: <sighs> Thing think it is low. Have you
0: watched any of those games?
1: Um, I actually watched. Um, what game did I watch? I think I watched the Lakers versus. Um, I know Lakers played Minnesota. Yeah. You know my favorite player. You know. Yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy. Butler. Yeah. Jimmy Butler. They won that game. Yeah, Jimmy went off so, that game yeah, too. Definitely. Cause I, I'm a,
0: obviously I'm a diehard Laker fan, uh-huh. so I like watch all the games. But yeah, Jimmy went off, bro. Mm-hmm. I, I was sitting there, he was shooting these threes, and I was like, God damn it, <laughs> fucking shit, Jimmy, fuck you. Like this is. that's how the same fucker. way with.
1: Uh, well, let me see. When uh, let me see. With well, LeBron as you know, LeBron, cause I actually want the Celtics to win. Um, you know, to go to the finals to play the. Warriors. Oh, okay. Last year. And when LeBron, you know, was making them great fucking plays. I'm like, fuck LeBron. Like, going, damn. <laughs> like, shit. This this man is great. Yeah. He's yeah. fucking great. Can't yeah. nobody get mad. Like LeBron is great. Yeah. Like he does he does a lot of shit, and you can tell he he puts in the work. Repetition after repetition after repetition. So he's making the right play, damn near all the time, yeah. from passing to shooting the ball to. To assist him, like all kind of shit. I'm like, it's no way to be mad at him. So I was I felt the same way about yeah. LeBron. Like, like I respect it, because I know
0: Jimmy already. Right? Like I know he was gonna ball. Like no, I know he's a, bro, off uh, both sides of the ball, that dude's one of the most ridiculous dudes in the NBA <laughs> to play o- for to play offense and defensively. And what he could do in his bag and just like really lock somebody down on the defensive end is did, just crazy.
1: Did you hear what happened with Jimmy though?
0: Oh well with the whole practice thing oh, in Minnesota? My gosh. Yeah, I mean, that was a huge story. He like,
1: played with the not first stream, not second. He played with the third stream team fucking to beat two
0: three G League to, guys and shit. To huh? Beat
1: the fucking starters. Came in a bitch. Y'all fucking oh, need me.
0: How much I would've paid to watch that <laughs> practice, bro. I would have paid to watch that practice. Cause I want to see him yell at like Kat like you a
1: bitch. They talking about he dunked on cat. <laughs> oh, they said he dunked on cat. Yeah. I don't because yeah. cat I mean, Jimmy feel that cat is soft, you know. He is. He feel that like cat is soft. They play too much like sad. a little ass kid. And, you know. I got a shout-out to my man, Derrick Rose, man. 50 oh, fucking hell points, yeah. man. Dude, got to,
0: bro. 50 fucking uh, that points. Must have. You must have sat there and, like, yeah, D-Rose, man, you know man? man. I gonna <laughs> say,
1: because thing about it, most people don't know, I was a Kobe fan at first. I, yeah. I was a huge Kobe fan. But I realized, I'm like, Kobe getting old, and eventually Kobe's finna have to retire. So I started watching the Chicago Bulls. Everybody, you need to watch the Bulls. You got this man, D-Rose. I'm like, right. I see D-Rose play. I'm like... This man is so fucking fast and so crafty. I'm like, God damn, this kid is amazing. Yeah. So, you know, I, in my head, I'm like, man, you know, I'm on my speed like him, play like him, all that. Then he get these injuries. Yeah. So everybody, including myself, you know, give up on him. Like, yeah, you're right, damn up. man, because you know. Jimmy Butler, that's why I started getting into him, you know, getting into Jimmy Butler because I'm like, damn, this man, you know, Jimmy Butler's really nice. Because he came in the league as a def- defensive player. And all of a sudden, this man putting up 30-point 30, yeah. 30 games. Right. So I'm like, damn, this man is amazing. So now with D. Rose, him being injured a time after time after time, then you doing all these campaigns to return. You got all this shit. You come back, you get injured again. Then yeah. you get injured again. You're like, fuck, like, can he get a break? Shit. So I'm like, damn. And all of a sudden, two days ago, Derrick Rose scores 50 points. Yeah, just balls. Goes absolutely nuts. Everybody's like, yeah, you know, that's the old D-Rose, that's the old D-Rose. You know, he's back, he's back. You know, can't nobody say that, you know, that he's back. Everybody always expect when somebody have a good game, he's back. But the thing is, I'm just just proud because, you know, a lot of people in Chicago, I know they're proud too because D-Rose didn't want to leave Chicago. Yeah. You know, so – he was he was the hometown kid. Right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. He was the hometown kid, so everybody loved that man. No matter how many times he got injured, right. so with him being able to score that fifty points, you could tell that that was a fucking—that was a great day for everybody, yeah. Including the greats, Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Kobe Bryant. I'm yeah. talking about they, Dwayne Wade. They shouting him out on Twitter. Yeah. Like, God damn Derrick Rose, that's the old Rose we missed. Yeah. Like mind you, D roses highest scoring game ever was forty four points against the Atlanta Hawks. Yeah. That was his highest scoring game. And now my man's just beat that with 50 points.
0: Yeah, after two knee surgeries. Two knee surgeries. ankles. Orbital fracture.
1: An- ankles uh, fucked up. He had actually something messed up with his groin. i uh, like, d roll been through some shit, nah, I know, D-roll's dog. I'm, do I was shit, really John. happy. I was shit,
0: really man. happy for him, bro, because I really just want... My whole thing was what like, dude, he, this man was the MVP. MVP. You know? Like, dude, he beat out LeBron. Like, whatever, whatever controversy, blah, blah, blah. But, like, at the time, dude... Who the Joking Noah and Carlos Boozer and Taj Gibson? Like you're telling me that that team was that good, right? Man. No, like D Rose didn't have nobody either. Man. He was out here dunking, Man. friggin' reverse double windmill, double clutch dunking Man. on people. He like does, it <laughs> was stupid. It was stupid. This man was dumb. He didn't have no dreads. Like you have to understand. He 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 was faded up, ready to dunk on fools. Like you have to understand. Shit's a different mentality when you have no dreads, bro. When you're faded up with a fresh cut, you're out here trying to dunk on a motherfucker. Not dreads is layups. Mm -hmm. That's layups, D Rose. We ain't gonna. I don't (laughs) know if he'll ever dunk on somebody again. I don't know if we'll see that. I think he that. Had his chance at the
1: Knicks. I know. think,
0: yeah, I think he might pull up for one, but it'll be like a Kobe at the end of his Kobe career. The you know, how, with Kobe uh, dunked on Josh Smith all late in his career, and everybody was like, oh, this is crazy. Like, like yeah, Kobe dunked on Yao Ming when he was wearing number eight. Like, Kobe used to be the... He was the guy, bro. Oh my Kobe God. could I'm get... I'm
1: talking about driving baseline.
0: Before okay. he switched to 24, the dude could get up and windmill, double clutch, do whatever you want at the rim. He was a high flyer.
1: Like People forget that. <sighs> That's what made Kobe so great, too. Yeah, they like... Said, they retired both was. his jerseys. They said Kobe... <laughs> they said Kobe... Because they said Kobe met the fucking Hall of Fame requirements for both jerseys. Damn. For both That's jerseys. That's just crazy, huh? I was like, damn. damn. <laughs> and... Kobe, that last game with Kobe, man, that
0: you shit. You don't put up yeah, 16, just so walk strong. out. Mamba out. Mamba out. I, it, it, that's some <laughs> like, cool. That, that's some go dope shit, though. Yeah, man, and, and he did this shit in the middle of Staples Center with a bunch of the Hall of Famers in, in the bas- in the arena, and he's like, Mamba out. I'm Mamba out. out this bitch. You has no what's up. It's Kobe Bryant, 60 points, fuck the Utah Jazz. I got both jerseys. I, okay, let me ask you this, <laughs> though, about Kobe. How do you think Kobe feel
1: about LeBron
0: going to the Lakers? Uh, he loves it, bro. The Lakers, Laker greats. Only want the best for the Lakers organization, exactly. bro. Okay. They that organization, just like the Celtics and how the Warriors are now, has been the freaking has been like a family dog. Exactly. Like he even said he's and as soon as LeBron put on that jersey, bro, he was like, I told him you call me whatever about anything. Like I got you, and it's like, bro, I'm sure he had that relationship with Kobe before, but you have to understand, people. I hated LeBron. I hated him mm-hmm. when he moved moved to Miami. I love this dude now. Like mm-hmm. I was ignorant and young as fuck. Yep. But looking at it, dude, we the Lakers got so fucking lucky, dude. All your young guys are gonna be able to learn from fucking LeBron, Kobe, fucking Bryan, James. Yeah. And, and they got God, Yeah, and damn. they got Kobe's number. Magic's your GM. Damn. Fucking Rob Pelinka has got all the freaking all, uh, these, fucking all people, these connections. All yeah, these throughout that exactly, God, bro. Like God, you cannot fight. When you get drafted into the Lakers organization, you either work your ass off and become a fucking great superstar, or you're a footnote in mm-hmm. that ass. Like straight up, exactly. the only people that get remembered from Lakers are the people that fucking have done something. And I hate when. And what's crazy is that I was watching the Lakers when Robert Sacre was starting, yep, yep, bro, yep, yep. and Ryan Kelly. Mm-hmm. These motherfuckers are trash, trash bro. They <laughs> what, dude? They're like in terms of NBA guys, you know, obviously I can't fucking shoot whatever shot <laughs> to them, but it's like but it's like dude, Robert Sacre, fucking uh Jordan Hill, like
1: Clarkson was our best that, player, though. dog. Like, <laughs> fuck. Oh, damn. I forget all about Jordan Hill. Yeah, I still remember they had Steve Nash and Dwight Howard. No, yeah, dog. God, and I'm talking damn. about after that. I'm talking about <laughs> when all of our picks were gone. <laughs> bro, and, yep. we
0: had to freaking, and we had to deal with the aftermath of all these dudes being hurt and traded away. And, like, Dwight came in and got bitched by Kobe and, and left and yep. fucked our whole mm-hmm. shit up, dog. But we got LeBron back. We got a lot of young talent. Mm-hmm. The thing is, bro... No matter what happens this year, I don't think the Lakers will finish lower than a fifth seed. Mm-hmm. That's I think the worst they can do is a fifth. But uh, this year's dude, it's the Warriors or, or nobody, dude. Like you, uh, do I think the Lakers could beat them in the series? Honestly, no, mm-hmm. I don't. Mm-hmm. They have, they hit. They're too efficient for mm-hmm. the Lakers. Like, but the Lakers are gonna try to beat them with toughness and fucking quickness and defense, right? Mm-hmm. And which is the way to go about it. Is but that- you gotta have.
1: Like the so you gotta be built like the Celtics. The Celtics might be the only team that can beat the yeah, Warriors. Yeah, 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 do you agree? I agree. I actually do agree because um, I feel like dealing with the Celtics, they just not, besides them wanted it, wanting it more. It's just that I feel like they just got a great fucking relationship. Everybody on that team has a great relationship. Yeah, from with the coaching staff to the fan base to feel you know like loyalty as a team. So with them having that, people gotta understand you don't. You don't have to have all the talent in the world to win the championship. Sure as long as you got <clears throat> motherfuckers who care about each other and the willing to work hard and with it to get on your ass. Like, those type of people, besides, like they become friends, you know, in real af- after, you know, after basketball shit or after, you know, school type shit. So as long as you got those relationships, y'all can build this forever. As long as y'all together, y'all can build and, you know, see each other grow. And I feel like the Celtics really got that that positive connection. to, like if they see a motherfucker slacking, they're going to let them know. And they're going to call them out for, you know, shit like that. So, with them having that great relationship, I feel like I feel like they, because in my opinion, I feel like they're going to the finals. Yeah. I definitely feel like they're going to the finals. Who's going to beat them in the but East? Toronto? Is, the, East, the East, hey, the East nice though. I mean, the Buffalo, like yeah, but. Kawhi, Kawhi going to the fucking. The thing is, I feel like it was a win-win. Kawhi being traded and Demar they're being traded, it was a win-win for both teams. I think, yeah, because both of them motherfuckers is balling. Right? Uh-huh. They oh yeah, a, but I think,
0: balling, right? yeah. Oh, I agree with you, bro. I agree with you uh-huh. straight up. Uh, I think it, how I think it's gonna help Demar at the end of everything. Okay, I think it's gonna help Definitely. Demar, bro, because he got hurt. Yep. Motherfuckers, that get hurt
1: when they get traded. Yep. They turn it. They turn they into t- a whole exactly, other beast. Exactly. Exactly. Who who else got traded that was hurt? But then gives, though, like Isaiah Thomas, they I kind of feel like they was wrong for trading him because I feel like the Celtics, I feel like Isaiah Thomas got the Celtics, like, everybody knew. Gave knows, them their grit e- back. Right, right, right. Everybody knew it was Rondo, mm-hmm. Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, you know, uh, who else, Kendrick Perkins. Yeah. Everybody knew it was about them already because, you know, they was nice. But then Isaiah Thomas came in. Anybody know about this little guard? All of a sudden, you got a little <laughs> guard scoring 30 a game, then, yeah. then finishing every big man he can in the league. Like, Isaiah Thomas brought that image back for the Celtics. And then that. for him to be traded, like, mind you. He never even know he get traded. You can get that phone. Hello? Yeah, Isaiah, you been traded. Like, and, like, What kind of shit is that?
0: So I can only imagine in high school getting a call like, yo, dog, you got <laughs> traded to uh, Covina High School for a fucking two freshmen. <laughs> Like, what the fuck? What do you mean, two freshmen? Who the fuck are these freshmen, bro? What do you mean I got traded? Like, yeah, you have to go to a different high school, pick up your shit, and, like, move on to the next city. That shit would (laughs) have broke me, bro. I'd have been like, what? You traded me? What the fuck? Damn, these freshmen
1: must have been legit type shit, you know? I'm sorry. I'm going to laugh. My little sister just sent me a a text message talking about, look where I'm at. And she at the United Center right now. Hey, that's been, bro. I've never been to a... Uh, um, college basketball game, or oh, i never been to an NBA game. Never. For real, I always wanted to go. Bro. Damn,
0: dog, you to got go. what? I you gotta get to it, dog.
1: Go to go for Rashad. Hey, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I Always Center wanted to go. To so fucking... she just seen me talking. Look where I met. She at the United Center. T- took a picture on the floor. And there, oh, damn. So damn. I always want to um, go to a you know Bulls game, but well, just the NBA game, period. Because I feel like. Me going to one of those games that really changed my image of like how basketball should really be played and um, things I can learn from from great motherfuckers who actually playing the game that I love. So, oh yeah, that'd be a great experience to do. You gotta get to one, bro. I'm pretty sure you can find fucking Chicago Bulls tickets for mm-hmm. like five bucks right now, bro. Man, right because up. we don't, they do not have a lot of fans. And right that's
0: now. how it is in LA. Like when we had shitty ass players, mm-hmm. bro, we were getting tickets all the time. Mm-hmm. Shit was dope. Like we were getting box seats, <laughs> but we weren't that good. You mm-hmm. know, we had Kwame Brown and shit, but it was it was whatever. Um, Johnny, do you have any, like, last things you want to ask or anything? Um, Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm still here, man. (laughs) I've been just sitting, just checking the levels of this. But, (laughs) I mean, I came in, like, during the
1: middle. But, uh, man, I didn't really know you, Rashad, but Mm -hmm. I felt like I got to know you a little bit more. Mm -hmm. I came in during, like, the story of, like, how you became yourself, pretty Mm -hmm. much. But, you know, just, like, ending the podcast, man, like, what do you want to tell everybody And, like, what do you want them to remember this podcast about? Like, you got something for the people? Oh, yeah, man. I I actually do. Um, I just want to tell the people that, you know, no matter what life throws at you, like, you can can overcome any obstacle. Like, life was very hard for me. It still is hard for me now. But I wake up every day, like, you know, I may think a lot, like, damn, man, I got to do this, I got to do that. But I got to realize that I'm blessed. So you know, they basically don't take things for granted, you know, talking to Josh and Dom, you know, these two great guys you know, who actually, you know, brought me into the office and, you know, willing to, you know, nitpick with my mind and see where my head at in order to, you know, be able to help educate people, so, leaving the podcast just let everybody know that everybody is great, in my opinion, everybody is great, it may take you some time to find your skills and to find your abilities, find yourself. but, you know, y'all find yourself as well, so you, everybody needs just need to know that they're great. And, you know, don't let, like I said, don't pay attention to the outsider. You're going to have a lot of people that's going to doubt you. You're going to have a lot of people that's going to want to bring you down and have you influence you to do bad things. But as long as you stay confident to yourself, and like I said, stay within your family, even if your family don't have your best interests, you can find somebody, find that great friend that you know that's willing to make a sacrifice to help you be the best person you can be then everything will be okay. Just make sure you stay educated, stay in school, and everything will be fine.
0: Hell yeah, bro. I, I love that. That's awesome. That's a fucking great way to end it, dude.
1: All right,
0: man. Thanks again, Rashad, yeah, for
1: coming it. in. Rashad, is awesome, dude. I appreciate y'all, man. Still. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Anything else you want to say? You want to plug your team? Anything? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, plug the team, bro. Man, we definitely, man. um, shout out to, you know, Clock University, the basketball team. You know, tonight we got a basketball game We're against St. Again. Ambrose at 7 o'clock. I know my boys, Josh and Dom, gonna go ahead and come in, and support us. So I appreciate that. We definitely got to get this win tonight, and we just been working hard. A lot of people don't really see what we've been doing, you know, you know, behind the scenes in basketball and practices and stuff like that. But I definitely feel like we we definitely been working hard. So you know, shout out to Clarksman Basketball tonight. You know, shout out to all the supporters. Shout out to the you know baseball team, all the sports, all the athletics at Clark University, actually, because you know I'm sure we all work hard, and most of the school is the majority of athletes. So, you know, just shout out to us all, and we just got to keep working hard and just stay humble about everything in there. The more we do that, the more we can bring more championships inside of the school.